Hello. Welcome to Public Affairs and WRBH. I'm Lynn Koppel, and today we're joined by a person who's going to speak to something very, very dear to my heart. Hello, this is Margaret Ether from CASA of Jefferson Parish, and she's going to tell us all about an organization that I wonder if everybody knows about, but you're going to know more about it when you hear from Miss Ether. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell Thank us you about so much CASA. For having me. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for your ears this morning. I appreciate you. My name's Margaret Ether. I'm from CASA Jefferson. CASAs are court-appointed special advocates for children in foster care. It's a volunteer base uh, we ask for. Uh, we work with children that's been removed from their parents due to abuse and neglect. Now they are in states care and foster care. An advocate has to be 21 years or older, have a love for children, a desire to make a difference, and help a child that's in a very dark place see a little bit of light to help them to move forward into a great and prosperous future. And this morning, we're talking to you because we have a class that's starting March the 7th, and we're looking for volunteers. CASA is a nonprofit organization that helps children. Jefferson Parish CASA have been serving children since 1976. The organization was founded. And we have 42 children that are waiting for you to come in and help them to find a light that's in a dark place. Tell us what a volunteer does, because I know a lot of the people who are listening um, might be retired, and you welcome those. You have to be 21, I know at least, and have a, a back. Well, tell us, what it need, what it, what does a volunteer do, and then how do you get to be one? A volunteer is that person who desires to make a difference in a child's life. You're retired, could be employed, could be in college, but you have a desire because somebody made a difference in your life. And because that somebody made a difference in your life, it opened opportunities for you to be who you are and where you are today. We asked for two years of uh, volunteer service. It's one advocate, one child. We asked that an advocate be motivated uh, and geared to help our children. We we do a complete background check. Of course, we have to make sure that persons interested in working with our children, that we don't put children back into arms way by somebody who decided to volunteer. So we do do a complete background check. As I said, the class starts. The next class is in March, on March 9th. The classes are at night. Uh, we The classes are an eight-chapter class. You learn your do's and don'ts. You learn your boundaries, which you can and cannot do. One of the myths about being an advocate is you got to take care of this kid. I come to clear that up. You don't put children in your car. You don't bring them to your house. You don't take care of them. An advocate is the eyes, ears, and voice for a child that needs to be heard in court. An advocate, while you're in class, you do court observation. Once you're sworn in by the judge, you get an affidavit giving you the right to visit that child's school, whatever is entailed with that child, you learn what it takes to make that child and give that child a purpose. And it takes, it's a really a visiting thing where you go to the home and look at the child, speak to the child, 
look around maybe and see is right. this exactly. a good set it is a good place for someone to be right. and these are people who have fostered children am i right right in other words you, someone who has the heart to take a child right but you want to be sure that the people who are well-intentioned actually are prepared to really right. give the child what they need. Right. You make one or two home visits per month, one or two phone calls. You visit the home because you need to make sure that that child has a bed to sleep in, that all of that child's basic needs are being met while in foster care. It's to make sure that that child is not put back into arms way. And that's what an advocate does. You're there, you're a, a protector in many sense, you, you help make sure all the provisions are there, that that child's basic needs are being met. And also that child has somebody they can talk to and that will listen to them and be a voice for them when they go to court. And also, I guess you, you're... You know, you want to be sure they're going to school and they're attending right, school right, regularly right. and that they're basic well needs, dressed and well yes, fed. Yes, basic <laughs> needs yeah. cover a whole avenue of things. If a child is not going to school, how can they learn? If yeah. a child has not had breakfast, how can they learn? Sure. If a child does not have the basic needs, love, clothing, shelter, education, the desire to want to improve themselves, this is what an advocate does. You make sure that all of that basic needs for that child is being met. So when you visit the child, you have a conversation with the child. How was school? How was your day? You are trying to make sure that all of the basic needs that keeps a child with purpose and a, a desire to go on, you can fulfill for them. And that's part of what an advocate does. Does the advocate, the advocate keeps records and reports back. Right. Let's say you find that a child is perhaps having problems in school, which is very common. Can the advocate, say, make a recommendation, come back and say, you know, maybe this kid needs to be uh, some ADA help here. So that's, in other words, that would, because a, a lot of times, even if you're a a well-intentioned parent, you might not understand my child is having problems reading or is, is not, perhaps the child is not progressing and, or is being, feels uncomfortable in school, but the advocate would hear that and be able to come back. Now, none of us, I mean, unless you're a, a specialist, are going to be able to evaluate, well, what's the, why is this child having problems? Maybe the child has dyslexia, Let's see if we can, you know, you can go back, talk to people, and people will say, well, let's check it out, and maybe this will cure something, <clears throat> you know, or will help with something. Is that that's also the role excellent, of the advocate? Excellent point. Yes, because you're an advocate, you're, you're sitting and you're talking with your child, and the child says to you, I have a problem seeing the board. As oh, an advocate, yes. you have the right, you do a court report. In class, you learn to do a court report writing. You, you have an advocate coordinator that walks with you step by step with this. When you visit your child and you find there's a problem, you call your advocate coordinator, you and she discuss it. You make notations. In class, you're taught how to do court report writing. In that report, everything that you learn on your home visit, everything that you learn in the process of talking with your child, you make note of that. You write it in your report. The advocate coordinator, she reads it, the our executive director, and the third person to get 
All of your information is the judge. Remember, you're the eyes and ears for that child. Judges can't visit every child. But when you're assigned as an advocate, you write down anything that's not, you feel that's not going right for that child. That child needs glasses. We have resources that help get glasses. The Department of Family Services is the child's parent. They are responsible. So we're helping them to make sure that they do the adequate job for our children. An advocate is the eyes, ears, and voice for that child, and you make sure that all of that child's basic needs, glasses, shoes, clothing, make sure they're fed, that they're being totally taken care of while in foster care. One of the goals of Casa Jefferson and the juvenile system is uh, reunification or adoption. Reunification means we help the Jefferson Parish School System help parents to learn the trade, uh, get free of whatever it is, make them more beneficial to get their children back. But in the process, if for some reason this fails, then the children become a total water of the state and they're up for adoption. But we try to work to to reassure unification children back with their parents. Yes, you do. The class is an eight-chapter class. You learn your boundaries. You do core report writing. You learn how to facilitate for that child that's in foster care. You know, and I, I, I think you, you emphasized this when we were speaking before. <laughs> you go into this with your heart, and you do get involved, but you have to realize that this is what you're doing is a very important thing, and it does have structure, and it does have boundaries, shall yes. we say. And sometimes that hurts. You know, that <laughs> you yes, wish you could do more, yes, you, but yes, you can't. So you've got to be prepared for right. things that are going to break your heart. And, but I guess we all have to be prepared for that in yes, a long life. Yes. But this is it's so important to have, shall we say, an advocate for a child yes. who is having in kind of a fraught situation. And you're right. It's wonderful to get them back. Sometimes this might be the thing that saves the child, but also saves the parent. Yes. In other words, parents who are on drugs, parents who have some sort of a, an abuse, a, a problem that they, they're having problems settling, if this gets them through it and they can get their child back, what a wonderful That's ending. Right. So it is what it is, and we've we got to go forward, but what's best for all concerned the advocate uh, works on behalf of the child. Uh, the child has a, an attorney that works with the child. So the advocate, uh, CASA advocate and the attorney, they work together along with the other principals in the, in the child situation to make sure that the child is being well taken care of. Sure. The first thing comes, uh, it, it's the child. Uh, children need a safe a place they need to be fed and clothed. They need to know and not be afraid. Sure. Need to know that they're safe. An advocate, a CASA advocate, a volunteer is that person that makes sure that that child is safe. Uh, being an advocate, it also helps you to learn the juvenile justice system. Oh yes, it entitles you to learn things that we as before I was an advocate, an outsider, not knowing what goes on. You help a child to understand that what happened to them was not their fault and that they're not to the blame for it. So being an advocate 
helps that child in so many ways. Uh, Casa Jefferson, as I said earlier, we have 42 kids wow. that need advocates right now. Uh, so, as I said earlier, our next class is in March. Uh, you can, um, like I said, my name's Margaret Ether with Casa Jefferson. Why you can you reach give us, me. Excuse me. Give us, yeah, give us your telephone number and any information that would help people to get in touch. We're going to do so. Get your pencils and pens out. We're going to give this at the end of the at the end of the half an hour too. So, but let's do it right now. Okay. So you know it. My name's Margaret Ether. I'm at Casa Jefferson. Uh, my email address M E T H E R at casajefferson.org. The phone number you can reach me at 504-533-8757. Uh, you can also go to our website. We're at www.casajefferson.org. And you can learn more about CASA, how we work in the community and serve children throughout Jefferson Parish and other parishes uh, where we help children to learn about how to help themselves. Uh, my slogan for this year, 2020, is children are crying, can you hear them? And hearing a child cry, moms and dads, you know that when your child cries, you know there's something wrong. They're hungry, if it's a baby, they're wet, or just crying because most of the time they can't have their way. So can you imagine <laughs> a child while I'm talking to you right now, uh, and you're listening, some child somewhere is crying, not because they're hungry, not because they're tired, but crying because they're hurting. And and a child that's hurting is a child that's hurting in ways you and I will never, ever understand. That's a very dark place. And an advocate is a light that shines to a child that's in a dark place. Well, you know, it's... It's so important because all of us, of course, Lord knows we we want to help children, but it's a hard it's a hard process. And I think one of the things that CASA volunteers learn, let's say, by going to court. In other words, don't you go to you go to court? You attend the hearings that are done, re, you know, every once in a while. Right. You learn an awful lot about the way a court system works and yes, how do. things. In this particularly, what shall we say, uh, upsetting kind of court system, all oh, whenever you go to court, it's upsetting. When you go for a traffic violation, right. it's who cares? But when you go and there's a child involved, I mean, that's this is terrible because everyone there, and I think the judges in this who do these kinds of things, are very sympathetic. They understand, very compassionate, very, and they they understand fully, and sometimes. That must hurt them, too, because there are things they have to do that maybe they wish they didn't, they have, didn't to have to do. And, I mean, all of us are into that. But it's it's a good experience. Well, it's not a good experience. It's a an experience that you, you go through where you learn, well, this is the way the justice system for these children has to work. And now I understand something I didn't before. You know, and, and to me, that's that's learning, and learning doesn't. Sometimes learning hurts, yes, it but, does. but it has to be done. Yes, it does. Um, I guess when people volunteer, maybe it would be a good thing, do you think, to go to your website first and to find out what it's about? Exactly. Very good information. Go to the website. 
On the website, you will learn a lot about Casa Jefferson. There are Casas throughout Louisiana, and, and they work with children, and we have a purpose. That's to make sure a child is safe and away from harm. Go to the website, www.casajefferson.org, and you can also, we're on Facebook. You can oh. go, go to Facebook and learn about Casa. Um, I know we do social media. Uh, we have other avenues where you can learn about CASA and how important we are in uh, getting volunteers to help us to serve our children. Oh, and let's not, let's talk about this. You're, you're we're talking about CASA in Jefferson, but of course it does the same thing in Orleans. How do you do it if you're a let's say you live in New Orleans and you want to go to court in Orleans and stay here? How do you volunteer for that? Well. Uh, we, like I said, you go to our website okay. for information on Casa Jefferson, and I'm sure Casa Orleans have a website as well. Uh, we're all through Louisiana. We're in all the on the all the parishes. I, I should have said that all the parishes, all not the parishes. just Orleans. And, yeah. uh, and you could go to the website. There, uh, we're in even the low lying areas. We uh, Casas are everywhere throughout Louisiana because we see a need. We're a nationwide thing. Casa uh, is national as mm -hmm. well. Every state has Casa. They're called Casa Gales in other states. But we're Casa Jefferson, and we work to make sure that children are being away from uh, any danger and are put in safe, uh, comfortable homes. Uh, and that's what we do. So, in other words, we... If you wanted, if you're somewhere else and you're hearing, if you're in another go, parish, yeah, and you want to be a casa advocate, go to the website uh, casa yeah. for your parish, and and you'll find information about casa in all of the parishes throughout Louisiana. Yeah, and that's that way you're doing something close to your home, right? And you can, you know, sometimes too, it's easy to understand things close to your home. In other right. words, what's the norm? What's right. like schools? In other words, if the child talked to you about a school, you right. would understand. Oh, I've heard about that school. That's a pretty good school. Right. You know, in other words, you have a better understanding. So you can do it close to home. Yes, ma'am. And unfortunately, you, it might be closer to your home than you would but they, you would like. That's right. But but that's it. I think this is such an important thing. You are, um, I see by your card, you're a social worker. Yes, But you don't have to be a social worker to no. do this, do you? No. Uh, to become an advocate, like I said, you have to be 21 years or older, but you must have a desire to work, work with children who are in hard places. Uh, we have doctors, lawyers, attorneys, school teachers, uh, persons that manage uh, Popeyes, McDonald's. <laughs> sure. We have lay people. It doesn't matter what your occupation is or your profession. What matters is that you have the love and desire to make a difference in a child's life. We don't care what your background is. We do a complete background check. That's so if something's there that shouldn't be there, we're going to find it. But we want people who have a love for children and a desire to make a difference in a child's life. As I said earlier, somebody, if you are sitting behind a big plush desk, if you're an attorney, if you're a doctor, if you're a police officer, whatever your occupation is, you do it to the best. Somebody made a difference in your life is why you are where you are today. So why can't you make a difference in a child's life who think there is no hope, who see darkness instead of a light? So I'm asking you, 
Look inside yourself. Can I help a child that needs some help? We watch TV. We see all this stuff going on with Mm -hmm. our young people. And I say to you, let's not just watch. Let's not just listen. Let's stand up and do something positive to give children a purpose in life. You know, let's speak about this on the the very mundane side, about how long, how much time does it take to be a CASA volunteer? Good question. We only ask for two years of service, two years minimum. Will the case go on and on? It's a possibility. Now, once the two years is up and you decide, I don't, I, I don't want to do this anymore, that's your decision. We basically need two years. And there's a reason for the two years. Court meets with children every three months unless there's an emergency. By the time we get a child in care, there are several different court proceedings that particular case has to go through. So if you start a case now and you assign the child after you're sworn in, your case go to court every three months intervals. Something could come up. That case may last past 12, two years. We just need you to understand that when you start with the child, we really like if you through all ups and downs of life, decisions, health issues, we know you take care of you first. You can't take care of our children if you're hurting. Sure. You can't take care of our children if you're having family problems. So we ask for two years minimum to help us with our children. But how long, did, like, for instance, from day to day, in other words, you have to make visits to the child? It's one or two home visits per month, one or two phone calls per month, coaching with your advocate coordinator, and just making sure that you're understand what's going on with your child. Yeah. So it's a commitment. In other it words, is. Don't go into it if you're leaving town in six months. Right. But if you have two years, it, for instance, I was thinking about like retired people, people yes, who are looking, who are very active in life and want to do things and volunteer. A lot of times people stop working, but they still want to do something they feel is important. And it has some meaning. In other words, yes, it's wonderful to go join. And I'm not saying anything about flower arranging clubs <laughs> or anything. But, you know, a lot of times you go to things, and this is lovely, and I love doing it. This is a lot of fun. But is this serious? You know, you, maybe you had a career where you did some things. Well, you are a teacher. This is very serious. You know what you're talking about. If you were anything, you know this is serious. Maybe this would be something where, yes, you have to think about two years and put it aside and say, I will be here for two years. And But then you have a couple of, you know, your time during the month. It's not like every, it's not an eight hour a day job. It's something you make a plan for and you can do it and you keep up with it. And sometimes there are slight emergencies, but you, yes. you that's your commitment. But it's something that is worthwhile and meaningful. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am it is. Uh, I find here lately, a lot of retired uh, ladies and gentlemen are seeking to become CASA advocates because they've raised their children sure, and they've done all the careers are behind them and they just want to, the purpose was I had a lady that said to me, you know I wanted to do this years ago but I had my children. Now that I'm retired, I want to become a CASA volunteer so I can fulfill my purpose 
that was set aside for me, and that's to help somebody else. Uh, We are our brother's keeper. And I find that once you retire, you can only stay home so long. You can only do so much so long. So <laughs> and there's long. nothing on television. And then TV <laughs> plays the same thing. Yeah. And here you have an opportunity to become that special person in a child's life that can look to you and say, that's my CASA volunteer. She helped yeah. me to overcome obstacles. Or she made sure I got my glasses or he listens to me when I'm down yeah. in the dumps, and he visited my school and saw that everything was okay. That's what a volunteer does. Yeah, and what a wonderful way to to have a career. In other words, it's not really a second career. Maybe it's a continuation of what you always hoped you would be doing. Right. You know, let's take a look at this. See how quick time goes? I yes, promised you it would. Let's give some more information. Now, we talk about, if you're interested in this, I would say the first step Go to the CASA website. Go to the website. Uh, There's an application online. Uh, It says about volunteering uh, as an advocate that you complete the application. Uh, You call me. Once I get the application, I'll get your information. I'll send you an email with particulars about the class. We have orientation where you sit down with me one-on-one, and we answer all of your questions, whatever it is, no matter how great, no matter how small. And we go through the preliminary paperwork where you sign the different affidavits, swearing yourself uh, confidentiality, because it is confidential. Whatever you learn from CASA and work with our children is court-appointed special advocates. So we're dealing through the federal, through the court system. And you once we get that done, the classes are, like I said, a chapter class. We, the class teaches you your boundaries, which you can and cannot do. And I want to make sure you understand an advocate does not put a child in the car. An advocate does not bring a child to their house. An advocate does not take care of that child. An advocate is just what it says. You advocate for that child. You the eyes, ears, and voice for that child that's in foster care. We ask a two-year commitment, one or two home visits per month, one or two phone calls. You're assigned to an advocate coordinator. You have court. Uh, you do court. Uh, um, we do observations in court. You learn stuff that normally you wouldn't learn. But most important, you help a child to become a valuable person for society. And the most important thing in the world, really, I suppose. Well, thank you so very much. And I, I, I want people to listen to this very carefully and if you have questions call you and see it's not for everybody but for somebody who's called to it yes. you should answer the call probably yes, and even if you even if you're interested in it it's not going to work out it's we do take donations every, do, oh yes they take donations <laughs> We're non-profit Oh, and how would you do a donation? Same thing. Uh, you can send uh, the donations to Casa Jefferson. We're at 4401 North uh, I-10 Service Road West. Uh, you can send donations to us. Uh, you can mail it to us. Or you can call on the phone. Uh, we need your help in that capacity as well as a volunteer to help us with our children. Well, thank you so very much for coming on and talking thank to us about so it. Thank you so much I, for I, having me. Good luck it's and been my pleasure. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. This has been Public Affairs on WRBH. Thanks for listening.